0: Muggles with Attitude is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club.
1: Did you know, armadillo shells are very heat resistant, but only from the inside as to protect others from their intense internal heat. <laughs> I did not know that.
0: That's good. For more armadillo related facts to unlock bonus content and find out how you can access our episodes a day early, check us out at patreon.com slash club. that was good that was pretty thank you hello there you're listening to muggles with attitude we are reading jk rowling's harry potter series of novels i am alice sullivan
2: i'm jeff lake and i'm Micah Sparkman.
0: and today we're going to be reading chapters 25 through 28 of harry potter and the goblet of fire the fourth book in the harry potter series
2: Previously, the Triwizard Tournament commences with Harry beating a dumb dragon with his wizard sports ball skills. Let's hope the second challenge is offing a dark arts professor, because let's be honest, Harry has a pretty narrow (laughs) skill (laughs) set. It's holiday time at Hogwarts, and there's a big wizard dance party. Harry and Ron totally blow off their dates and go eavesdropping, where they learn about Hagrid being a half-giant, and for some reason that's surprising to everyone. But Harry's like, I don't care if you're a half-giant, I'm a stone-cold murderer, and everyone seems pretty okay with that. Uh, For some reason. (laughs) Ron says...
1: Yeah. Yeah, we're okay with that. <laughs>
2: because Ron knows. <laughs> if he says shit, he could be next. Yeah. In closing, Harry decides that C. digs urging to take his magic egg for a bath. And as far as anyone can tell, that's not double entendre for anything, even though it definitely sounds like it.
0: No, you take your egg for a bath. I'm going
2: to take my egg for a bath. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> as Harry shows up in the bathroom, he's like, oh, like like a bath. Oh, there's oh. a bath in here.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he, and I'll he, put away the grease. <laughs> yeah, puts away his giant tub of Astroglide. <laughs> 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 Look, it takes a lot of lube to get an egg up your butt. That's all I'm saying. You
0: yeah, know, I have to wonder now. Is that like a thing? Like you know, how there's like furries. Are there chick- chickies?
2: You mean people who put an egg up their butt and then lay it? Yeah. I don't dress know. Dress up like chicken. I don't Probably, think I've ever heard of that.
0: Okay,
1: right? I mean, if you dress up like a chicken, are you a furry? Chickens don't have fur. Oh, that's your feathery. You're feathery. A feathery. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I think that's the way it works.
0: Chapter 25, The Egg and the Eye.
2: I love that Harry's preparing to do this, and he's like laying out his array of like law-breaking tools he's like let's see what am i gonna need on this trip i'm gonna need my invisibility cloak my marauder's map my my what is it like the thing that sirius gave him my my switchblade that lets me open any lock yeah so <laughs> breaking <and> entering tools <laughs> that's right
0: i didn't think about it that way but that's kind of a weird gift to give your uh, your godson
2: it's a weird gift no, to give anyone
1: but harry potter that's a perfect gift to give somebody to give a 14 year old hell yeah, yeah. that's a 15 year old i would love that I'm uh, sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. In I, fact, I think my uncle did give me a switchblade when I was
2: 14. Did it have a lockpick on it? No, it didn't. It was a regular switchblade. Mm. <sighs> See, that's the problem, really.
0: Back in the days when you could still bring knives to school.
2: hmm Yeah. You can't do that anymore?
0: No.
2: I bring knives everywhere. Yeah. You shouldn't take them to school. I take them to school all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what
0: are you in school? Every
2: time I go to school, I bring a knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for the kids.
0: Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Remember that time when y'all helped me carve pumpkins for my class? Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was taking a knife away from that one kid? <laughs>
0: yeah, that one boy he kept taking. It. That was nice of y'all, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, so he's laying out all his tools.
2: Yeah, because mm-hmm. he's getting ready to go rule-breaking again. This, 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 At this point, I guess like sneaking out at night is, is pretty low on the list of the things that he's done, right? Like He sneaks out. I assume he just sneaks out every night now, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Does he sleep? Probably not. I I wondered about that too. He doesn't, he must not be getting much sleep. I don't know. I need at least six hours of sleep, but you know, I'm a little older than he is, I suppose. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Remember in the first book when they're caught out of their common room after hours and, uh, Professor McGonagall is like freaking out. Never have I ever had (laughs) and now like everybody's, you know, uh, yeah. horrible things it's are happening. Like She's a, like, a you know, high, high traffic
2: situation every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I believe McGonagall did say something like, this is the worst thing I've ever encountered in my all my time as a professor. And I'm like, that was before Harry murdered that guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> later in the same book. Wait,
1: mm-hmm. but didn't, didn't Tom Riddle do some evil stuff when he was a kid? Uh, yeah, I mean... There was like, a, we know that the Chamber of Secrets was opened.
2: Was McGonagall the professor then? Uh, I don't remember.
0: That's a good point. I don't know. I
2: think she wasn't. I think she was... I think she may have been hyperbolizing a bit. Oh, uh, that would that really make sense.
0: Mm-hmm. This bath sounds amazing.
2: I so. know. Okay, i got to be honest. When when they st- we started talking about this prefect thing, I was like, why would you ever want to be a prefect? But now that I've seen this room, mm-hmm. holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I
0: love me a good bath.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. this bathroom is palatial. It's mm-hmm. a giant. It's more than a bath. It's like a swimming pool.
0: So, here's the thing. It is, if they call it the baths, can we agree that it is a bath, just a very large one? Yeah. Yeah. So, all these guys are expected to bathe together?
2: Yeah. Well, This is a boarding school. Here's the thing. (laughs)
0: people take baths together in boarding school? Is that like a thing? Uh, Well, yeah.
2: I
1: mean, they, they, they room together. They shower together. It's like kind of, a lot of boarding schools, especially modern ones, are sort of made on like a military theme where they sort of dehumanize you and put you in big groups and you're never alone. Hmm.
2: I don't know how many. So, this is a prefect bathroom, right? Yeah. How many prefects are there? Four, right?
0: Yes. Wait, no, no, there's more than that. There's uh, eight head boys and head girls.
2: Are those different than prefects? There's girl prefects.
0: Mm -hmm, There are girl prefects. Okay. There's more prefects. I don't think we know how many prefects there are.
1: I can't imagine I there's that many. I think any any English person would immediately know how many prefects there are. This is just our cultural lack of knowledge. That's
2: here. kind of what I was wondering. I didn't know if a prefect was like a singular position or if there's like a, a, a herd of them. I mean, the, the houses aren't that big. I, I guess my point is this bath thing is not shared by that many people, and the door has a lock on it. So I'm wondering if this is only meant to be re- used by one person at a time. Maybe, but it's so big. I mean, in case you want to swim in a bathtub. <laughs> Have you seen the size of my bathtub? I wish it were bigger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I haven't taken a bath in like 20 years. It's because your bathtubs like are too small. Years.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: need a bigger bathtub.
1: And I don't like to lay down when I'm wet.
2: Ever? Never. What if you're surrounded by nice, warm, hot water? No, that's just, it's luring you into a false
1: sense of security. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you drown. That's how people drown, mm-hmm. by laying down in the water. That's a good point. Even if you notice that I stand up in t- tubes. Just keep the tubes
2: under my arm. I always wondered about that. (laughs) Keep my legs straight. (laughs) Whenever we go uh, tubing on the river, (laughs) Jeff is always standing up.
0: (laughs) Like you guys are nerdy enough looking anyway when we go.
2: Are you? Excuse me. Are you referring to my enviro suit, (laughs) which is not nerdy. It is practical.
0: You mean you're everybody's dad suit?
2: You know what? I have rarely gotten a sunburn when I am tubing, and that is mm-hmm. all that matters. Has anybody ever asked you for directions while you were tubing? <laughs> yeah, all the time. What do you ask? <laughs> <laughs> okay, park ranger. I just assumed when they, they saw the way I was dressed, I was like, that guy's practical. I bet he knows where everything is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. anyway uh,
0: Moaning Myrtle shows up.
2: Yeah. Well, I was Yeah, I going to say, like oh. if I had the, a pool like this, I'd probably live in there. I would mm-hmm. just like move my bed into this room. And then just keep the door locked all the time. So like, sorry, it's occupied. And just be like sleeping in there. Mm-hmm. That Would sounds amazing. take bubble baths? All the time. Apparently like bubbly bubble water
1: comes out of the spigots.
2: Yeah. I thought that they, they said there's over a hundred taps or something like that. Wow. That's nuts. They, Why that, do you need that? Many are taps? there that many flavors of bubble bath? Because they're all different.
1: I guess so. Well, it's probably like those any flavor beans where some of them are just earwax bubble baths.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Yeah. I mean, look. They have to have... It's meant to, to suit all sorts, right? <laughs> yeah, they had, some, they had some interesting ones. There were ones that were like football-sized bubbles. I assume that means like a British football, not an American football. Oh, I thought they were oblate spheroid bubbles. They could be. But I assume they meant like soccer, soccer balls because mm. it, yeah, it's British talk.
0: There's a chandelier.
2: A chandelier, A candle-filled right.
0: filled chandelier.
2: And a picture of a, of a mermaid who apparently sometimes uh, flitters about. So that's something I'd be
1: a little uncomfortable with. The the the, mer- oh, the picture portrait. of a
2: mermaid just watching you, be naked
1: and bathe, all the time. Mm.
2: That's just a portrait, you know.
1: <laughs>
2: just a living portrait. <laughs> well, yeah, but it, I mean, they're sentient, right? We know they feel pain. That is true. Uh, and she, like, she's probably hot, right? Like a hot mermaid. I mean, I don't think mermaids can be hot. Uh, well, not not the real ones. Not real ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like it wouldn't matter if the the mermaid weirded you out because. That's not the only person who's watching you in this bath. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Molly Myrtle shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, dead
0: teenager ghost.
2: Yeah, spying on people in the bath. Not cool Myrtle.
0: Mm-hmm. But she helps him out. She Harry's, does. Harry's being very, very slow.
2: Yeah. I, just, yeah. I want to point out that this is yet another softball that Harry barely gets. And only because he gets another layer of cheating from someone spying on his competitors. <laughs> <laughs> like... He was not going to figure this out, you know? He's, like, hanging out in the bath. He's like, I don't know what to do with sex. I don't know what take, why you told me to take a bath. He just, like, sets it on the side of the pool. It's like, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm taking a bath now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Here's the uncomfortable thing, though.
0: My- Myrtle was saying that sometimes she ends up in the lake when people flush the toilet unexpectedly. Um, Does Hogwarts send its sewage directly into the lake? I think
2: that's exactly what they did. That's yes. fucked up, because, like, there's a squid
0: in there, and we're just about to learn that there's... There's a whole, like, race of people that live down there. More than one.
2: There's, like... There's the Grindulas, There's, the, there's like, all sorts Maybe of things. Maybe there's, like, a, a treatment process that Myrtle, like... She just
1: meant, didn't mention that she spent, you know, 48 hours in the treatment vet. <laughs> and then she went to the,
2: lake. I mean, that's a, that's a good point. Let, let's, like... Let's give them benefit, the benefit of the doubt and assume there's, like, some sort of, like, shittiest removus or whatever spell. <laughs> like a, a, a screen of some sort that's taking all the... But also, you know, these are wizards... Wizards don't seem to give a damn about anything. They're not, like, eco-conscious, are they? Yeah. No. But I mean, to be
0: fair, their their carbon footprint is probably pretty small, since they fly.
2: That's true. They don't drive the cars or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's somebody's job to, like, go de-shit the, the lake every, like, couple days. <laughs>
0: Aw, that's what Hagrid's been up to. No <laughs> wonder he's such a bad teacher. He's exhausted.
2: Yeah. It's a lot of wizard shit to clean up.
0: Yeah. And apparently, you can get um, restraining orders against ghosts, which is fun. <laughs> is I great. love her little story talking about how she haunted Olivia Hornby. I think her name was up through yeah, her wedding and everything. Olive Hornby. Hornby until she got a restraining order against her.
1: Yeah, I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just so spiteful, for uh-huh. Olive Hornby. I know.
0: Mm-hmm. And we, I didn't. We, I don't think we knew for sure whether ghosts were tethered to places, but apparently, they're not.
2: Yeah, I though. I mean, I guess if you are a ghost, you'd probably pick a place to hang out. And Hogwarts seems like there's good places anyway, right? Yeah. So the ghosts, right? If you can yeah. hang out with ghosts like yeah. yourself. There's a whole mm-hmm. ghost ghost crew there. You might be tethered to a person, right? Maybe she was tethered to Olive Hornby. Mm-hmm. I would have been pretty miserable, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. since Olive Hornby sounds like she wasn't very nice.
0: Yeah. But there's merpeople. Harry knows now that there's merpeople and he's gonna have to go find them in the lake.
2: Yeah, there's a, there's like, I guess it's supposed to be a riddle, but this is like a super easy riddle, you know? Mm hmm. It's like, Hey, we're going to be, we're mer people, and we're going to like steal something you love. <laughs> he keeps
0: going underwater to hear it. And then he trod water for a while, sinking hard.
2: <laughs> so this
1: bathtub is deep enough for someone to tread water in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A 14-year-old. It's like a pool. Yeah. He's,
2: he, he does a couple laps, I think it says. That's pretty rad. Mm. Hogwarts wastes a lot of water. Probably. Probably. It's mm-hmm. magic water. It's not wasted. It's, it's probably conjured from nowhere. Yeah. The elves drink it. <laughs> that done. <laughs> it just goes down to the, the kitchens. Cl- that's
0: who's cleaning the lake. That's
2: a good point. I don't mm-hmm. know why we assumed it would be Hagrid because we know who does all the labor at Hogwarts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably. Yeah. It's so, funny because it's like something you'll care about and Harry's like oh no my firebolt. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: Harry cares about nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he figures it out and he's returning to the dorm and he sees Mr. Crouch on the Marauder's Map.
2: Yeah, which is weird because Mr. Crouch is supposed to be, like, sick. Yeah, he's totally
0: MIA. He didn't even show up, even though he's supposed to be one of the judges for the Triwizard Tournament, he didn't show up for the first task.
2: Yeah, and apparently he's he's mucking around in Snape's office, which is a weird place for him to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And of course Harry goes to watch, because rules (laughs) don't apply to Harry Potter.
1: (laughs) 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 That's right. Is there trouble? I better get involved. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I... So I think that number one place I would investigate at Hogwarts is Dumbledore's office. Number two is Snape's. He's what? got all the reagents, right? Uh huh. He's got all
2: the stuff. Whenever they want to steal something, Snape's got it. Oh yeah, I mean, like, I think he may, Snape makes a point that they already broke into his office earlier. In fact, yeah. they, like, they, they've broken it. You know, they collectively have broken into his office twice for <laughs> stuff that's like rare and very useful. You know? Yeah. Right. He's got good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. He's got the good shit. <laughs> Uh, and it's, it's funny because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to go investigate. And then it's just like this comedy of errors. Oh, He, like, yeah. steps through this the the, the trap stair. Because tra- <laughs> for some reason there's a trap stair in, in Hogwarts. <laughs> and then he uh, drops his egg, which bounces down and starts screaming, of course. And the Marauder's Map flies open and then, like, lands just out of his reach. So just like, <laughs> <laughs> this seems like he's got some bad karma going here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Luckily, he's still got the invisibility cloak over him, but still.
2: That's true. The invisibility cloak only helps you so much if you are screaming from an egg and mm-hmm. you know, leaving Marauder's Maps lying around.
0: I was thinking about that, too, especially with all those stone halls. I bet that I'm surprised the entire school doesn't wake up.
2: <laughs> I know. And then Snape shows up and
1: puts two and two together, right? Immediately. Immediately. A bunch of tools of crime. Something's <laughs> going on around here. Harry Potter's here. And starts looking for him. And I, once again, I'm on Snape's side. Because mm-hmm. he's right. <laughs> Harry Potter is out doing crimes. And he's right that Harry Potter's there, and he's right that these crime tools are Harry Potter's. And Mad
0: Eye Moody shows up and totally gaslights him. I know, he's like. see Harry
2: there. I know. I know. Yeah. Moody, Moody's like staring at Harry Potter and be like, Snape, you're crazy. Come on, <laughs> yeah. you, j- you jumped to Harry Potter awfully <laughs> fast there, my bro. Come on. Yeah. Are, are you getting enough sleep, man? <laughs>
0: and it's weird because Snape doesn't want Mad Eye to know that his office had been searched. Which is strange to me, because don't you think Mad-Eye would have already searched his office? I
2: think he makes the point that he did. I think Snape says, you searched my office when you first got on, Mm -hmm. or something like that, because, you know, Dumbledore said you could. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. But he's, like, bitching to Filch about it, but then Mad-Eye shows up, and he doesn't say anything.
2: Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. There's something going on with Snape. Yeah, very suspicious. Mm -hmm. Very suspicious. Uh, Yeah, I I just think it's funny, Mm -hmm. because, like, Moody is clearly trying to earn brownie points here, because... You know, he knows what's up. He's like, got to get on Harry's good side if he wants to stick around. Because otherwise, yeah. you know, <laughs> there's there's
1: one path. Well, I was gonna say no one had tried it, but Lupin tried it. Uh huh. And Lupin's to, still alive. To, to make friends with Harry Potter as a, as a strategy. Lupin's still alive. Yeah, he was allowed to
2: walk. <laughs> yeah, barely. I mean, it's because he resigned, right? <laughs> <laughs> Harry Potter gave him a hundred seconds.
0: <laughs> I think it's gonna be like Henry VIII. And his wives, you know, some of them get their heads chopped off, some of them get divorced, some of them die. Yeah, yeah, lots of things are gonna happen. Except, instead of divorce, it's resign. That's right. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, yeah, it's it's interesting because uh, you know as they're as they're parting ways, Moody's like, "Hey, can I borrow that map?" And I'm like, "That map is exactly the kind of shit that Moody would love, right?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, "So you're telling me, like, in addition to my sneakoscope and my faux finder and all these other things." I have a map that can show me everyone who's around me at all times. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, so for the rest of the semester, I'm sure he's just
1: sitting there watching the map, watching everybody.
2: <laughs> yeah, like every time that you see Moody and his eye is not like in, on something around him, it's like staring back at the map wherever it happens to be through the wall. Because <laughs> I assume you can through, see through walls, right? You can see mm. through anything. Who no, knows? Magic eye. Yeah. Mm.
0: But we still don't have an explanation for what Mr. Crouch was doing.
2: We don't, yeah. We don't know why Mr. Crouch was there. and We don't know how he got there or where he went, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so Mad-Eye Moody
1: basically gives a sales pitch to Harry Potter. <laughs> you should come be an RR with us. Mm-hmm. You'd be good at
2: killing dark wizards. He
0: probably gets a sign-up totally bonus.
2: I know. <laughs> but, well, when he said that, I was like, I think this might be something that Harry could actually be good at. Yeah. Killing people. Yeah, right. Hunting down dark wizards. That's kind of what he does, right? But I, I really like the bit where where Harry's like, and then he thought about how scarred
1: Mata and Moody's face <laughs> was. Thought, Man, maybe that's not for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, that's some pretty logical thinking.
2: Right. It's true. For once. That is true.
0: Chapter 26, the second task... They're trying desperately to figure out how Harry can breathe underwater, and I do not buy that there aren't a bunch of spells already that help wizards breathe underwater.
2: Yeah, this actually bugged the crap out of me. They're doing all this research and stuff, and I was like, you're telling me that that wizards have not come up with a solution for breathing underwater? That's ridiculous, mm-hmm. right? That, mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. That'd be one of the first things I would want, is to be able to breathe underwater. Yeah.
1: I would also, I would use this, they're in their banishing charms which make things fly away from them. Mm-hmm. I would use that all the time. Once I learned it, I would use it every day all day.
0: What would you use it for?
1: Everything. Like I'm I'm done with this plate of food. Bing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Somebody's like getting in my face and wanting me to do something. Just bing, banished. They're gone. <laughs> Anything I don't like is gone as soon as I'm done
2: with it. I was like I was thinking I would use the summoning charm all the time. I'd be like I would never get off the couch. It'd be like, <laughs> "Accio like cheese sandwich or Accio pizza or whatever, you know." Just like But then like when the pizza box it's like empty and you're done with the
1: pizza. It's bing, banished it. It's gone. Where is it? Who cares? Or you could just throw it. Uh,
2: well, that's what I do now. <laughs> <laughs> the vanishing would be better. But yeah, it'd be great. A lot better if you could do it with magic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're having like a little wizard pillow fight. I think it's kind of funny. They're like throwing <laughs> pillows around.
0: Except for poor Professor Flitwick being <laughs> banished too.
2: He seems like he's taking it very well considering, but mm-hmm. you know, he's like flying around the room. Yeah,
0: I love the little... These chapters have a lot of little, not Easter eggs, but just fun moments here and there. Like, I love the statue of Boris the Bewildered, who has his gloves on his opposite hands.
2: <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Boris the Bewildered.
0: Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, they get to... They aren't able to find any spells, but the morning of the task, Dobby shows up to wake Harry up. And he gives him some gillyweed.
2: Yeah. It, it, it's a... Uh... It's funny because, like, you know, in Harry's dream, it's this firebolt they take, by the way. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's what you're worried about. Uh-huh. Yeah, his nightmares, they steal his firebolt. But yeah, um, he wakes up again with Dobby, like, basically staring in his face or whatever. And uh, Dobby, like, hands him a wad of, like, what looks like rotten rat tails. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'll put this in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think was, like, dude you know this you know this crazed elf that's harry potter right <laughs>
1: yeah. if there's like a dungeon or something he'll go in it if there's like a weird piece of food he'll eat it i mean what does
0: he care now the rules apply to him so that's he'll be fine right.
2: mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point <laughs>
0: that's interesting it's called ghillie because i know that there are gilly suits which you wear to make yourself look like you're part of nature usually yeah. like water in the water right
2: yeah, interestingly, I think ghillie suits look sort of like what the ghillie weed like. They yeah. have a bunch of little tendrils of things I, off of them. I thought it was called
1: ghillie weed because it gives you gills. I, I think that's probably yeah. the idea. Yeah, but maybe it's a combination of puns. Mm. I think that I think that she does that often. Has that I, little. That word was place. really sweet that that Dobby was
2: saying they took your wheezy. Is mm-hmm. your wheezy he goes, mm-hmm. you know Ron is Harry's wheezy. <laughs> you know. <sighs> You know, they, they, when they took Ron, I was like, haven't they been paying attention? First of all, Harry doesn't seem to like Ron that much in this particular book. And second of all, there are like a dozen Weasleys. If one of them bites it. He's got another backup Weasley. You know?
0: <laughs> That's
1: cold. And, and it's any other
2: Weasley would be an upgrade. Let's be honest. Uh, like, if you look at the array of Weasleys, Ron is not high on the list. You know, you've got his dragon, he's got his dragon fighter. You've got his, uh, yeah, his like, treasure it, hunter. You've got his... Uh, his like ministry like up and rising ministry star maybe Percy kind of sucks okay yeah you know I'm trying to I'm trying to talk Percy up but it, it doesn't sound real to me you know he he does suck mm-hmm. and you've got Ginny who's like I don't know she seems cool you and know she's fine
0: she's completely loyal to him because he saved her life
2: that is true a mm-hmm. couple years ago Ron is like the the bottom of the barrel like the lowest tier Weasley isn't he yeah the worst Weasley he is the Aww. worst Weasley
0: you're so mean. I mean,
2: look, we didn't write the books, Alice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, real talk, right? Can uh-huh. you disagree?
0: <laughs> well, uh... but he rushes to the lake and he eats the weed and he gets fins. So the crowd is just going to stare at the lake for an hour.
2: <laughs> right.
0: <Yeah. laughs> that seems like a really boring task. To <laughs>
2: Maybe they're expecting some bodies to float to the surface. There's <laughs> like, see, yeah, they've got bets on who's going to spot the first corpse.
1: It's, uh, that's a really good question. Huh? I, mm-hmm.
2: I want to say this. This gillyweed sounds like the perfect solution, right? A shame yeah. it didn't exist in any book in the library. Yeah, I mean, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Nobody, yeah. nobody was able to find gillyweed in the. Well,
0: maybe they were looking for spells, not plants.
2: Yeah. All right. Maybe. So yeah. What's
1: what would that be? Potions, because maybe the fact that they hate their potions teacher and vice versa. It,
0: it would be herbology. Yeah, it's
2: straight up herbology. Yeah, cause oh. it's Plant. Yeah, like the the mandrake or whatever. I
0: bet there would be a plant too, or excuse me, a potion you can take to you breathe so. underwater. And we
2: know that there's a charm because like two other people use the bubblehead charm, right? Yeah. So. Why do they not find any of that stuff in the library?
0: That's a really good point.
2: Maybe they just really suck at libraries. Maybe. Yeah.
0: But even if Hermione even can't do it, that's that's concerning.
1: Yeah, that is true. Or, or maybe maybe there's some kind of goblet of fire magic enchantment or something that means you can't find things when you research them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. It hides all the books from you. Yeah. Every time you like find the, the thing, it like the book yeah, moves. Next time they go back to the library, they're gonna find like 101 ways to breathe underwater. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right in the, in the entryway. It's like, why
2: did we not see this before? <laughs> Damn it.
0: I love the merpeople village. Oh, yeah? hmm The whole scene of the of him getting down there, I thought was really entertaining and really interesting and this kind of cool. spooky. hmm I
1: like the Hungarian horntail thing, and I like this thing, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creepy underwater vibe, and like the grindy grabbing him, and... And then, like, Moaning Myrtle shows up and gives him some advice, and that's kind of spooky, too. And mm-hmm. ghosts can talk underwater. I mean, they don't have to breathe, right? Harry Potter can't talk underwater. But That's true. So how, is, how do ghosts talk underwater if they don't breathe? How do they talk at all? How do they talk above water if they don't breathe? Magic. Do, do, can you record a ghost? Do they actually make vibrating air? Yeah. Or do they just talk into people's minds? Magic. <laughs> don't worry about it I'm worried about it <laughs> <laughs> you should be worried about it
0: but the description of the village is really cool he's like on the out in the outer suburbs first I guess and mm-hmm. my favorite my favorite little thing is somebody has a pet grindy chained up oh, yeah, pet I'm pet sure pet. too right
2: mm-hmm.
0: a little pet grindy mm-hmm. they've got
2: a whole town there a whole yeah. town of more people
0: but he finds them. It's it's Ron, it's Hermione, it's Cho Chang, who C digs as Squeeze, and then a little girl who he assumes is Fleur de la Cur's little sister.
2: Yeah, cause she looks, has the silver hair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny because, like, all of these people are Harry Potter's people except the dumb kid. And he's just like, huh. Yeah, interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it's uh, I think it's cool that Harry's, like, sticking around to help everyone out, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, because he the merfolk won't
1: let him rescue the other people they'll only let him rescue his wheezy yeah and he's like no i'm
2: going to make sure everyone gets yeah out.
1: and i i like this scene cuz they they specifically say that the the warrior the merfolk warrior that's preventing from doing this is 7 feet tall and Harry, like, makes a grab for his spear and stuff. And the guy just laughs at him. Mm-hmm. Harry has no self-preservation instinct at all. That is true. No. I mean, we've seen it time and again, right? He's like, yeah, I'm underwater. I can't cast magic. I can't talk. But I'm going to wrestle this seven-foot merman. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: uh, okay, but... It, it there haven't been many consequences for Harry in this regard, right? He's right. Yeah. He gets away with it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, he's just fine. He goes and fights his, the seven-foot mer, mer guy and ends up getting what he needs, right? Because, yes. you know, he's Harry He's Harry fucking Potter. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've, I've watched all of The Handmaid's Tale, and one of the constant things that comes up is why is the main character not punished more? Why aren't there more consequences? It's very similar to Harry Potter. There's, like, this authoritarian regime mm-hmm. with these very set rules that the main character just does not have to follow at all.
2: Mm-hmm. Interesting. She's got a, the, the Harry Potter charm, or whatever. She's
0: like the Harry Potter of the horrible dystopian future.
2: <laughs> or is Harry Potter the Harry Potter of the horrible dystopian future? I the mean, horrible dystopian present. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, but you know, Harry's hanging around, and I guess Crumb's kind of a dick about it, right? Like, you know, Cedric's is pretty cool. He's like, yeah, you know, grabs Cho and goes. Uh, but but Crumb is like pushing him out of the way and just like grabs reminding just like bolts before mm. you know he's got a shark head he well, that's, probably. That's the him. game, right? I think if if you don't believe these people are about to die, then that's the right thing
1: to do, you know? Win mm, the I game. I suppose so, yeah. And well, Chrome is competitive. Not quite as competitive as the Ireland team, but he's very competitive. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> if he were slightly more
2: competitive, he might be a champion, but he's not. <laughs>
0: but Fleur never shows up so Harry rescues her sister and they get to the surface and Fleur is hysterical what the fuck how are these adults letting Fleur think that they weren't they were like keeping her from being able to save her drowning sister i, I, I mean, mean
1: what the fuck i still believe they were letting the kids die oh absolutely right? i mean like, like, I, I, I think this is like
2: supremely messed up what's happening here you know, they they're all like oh dumbledore wouldn't let that happen but we don't know that that's true
0: that's something mm-hmm. else I was wondering about. In the next chapter, they're making fun of Harry for saving them instead of, like, thinking it through. But these are the people who took a... How, how old do you think the little sister is? Maybe, like, 11, I think 11, they said she was 12? 8. I think she's said oh, eight? she was yeah, really just young. Yeah, a little kid. Yeah, so they're okay with taking a little kid, an 8-year-old, magically enchanting her and tying her up at the bottom of the lake.
2: Uh-huh. So she's not even in a wizard school yet, right? No, no. Like, they took not. her from her house? Yeah, exactly. They went to her house... Probably like threw in a van, duct taped her face, right, and just like threw in a van. <laughs> Wizard duct tape. Yeah, wait, sorry, the real duct tape doesn't work on wizards or something. <laughs> technology. Uh, yeah, I just like. Yeah, I I I I think Harry did the right thing. I don't. We don't know that Dumbledore wouldn't leave them behind. I mean, like we can assume, sure, Dumbledore a good guy, but he's kind of like a. Is he? I, I mean, he sends kids into the the dark forest all the time, right? <laughs> so yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. Mm. Um I do want to point something out. So when Harry pulls out his wand, the merfolk like panic, right? Mm-hmm. You got to wonder what's happened to these merfolk in the past when wizards have pulled out wands because they seem <laughs> genuinely scared, right? Mm-hmm. We know that merfolk merfolk aren't allowed to use wands just like well, any other non-human species, right? Well, yeah, right. I'm yeah, sure they get
1: killed. Like the wizards kill them if they start using wands. Yeah. But it's it's like a gun, right? He pulled out a gun.
2: Uh, yeah, he did, He does. Uh, uh, he pulls out a machine gun and around a, a bunch of people who aren't allowed to use guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like that, you know, you can call me a sap, but I actually was totally okay with the way they did scoring at the end of this. I was like, you know what, Harry Potter deserves some bonus points for doing all that shit, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Even yeah. if he was late, he gets a pretty high score.
2: Yeah, but of course, Carcara was still a douche. Mm-hmm. Gives him like, you know, four points or something like that.
0: <laughs> Chapter twenty-seven: Padfoot returns. Rita Skeeter performs has a takedown piece on Hermione.
2: Yeah, Rita Skeeter is really asking for a crossing Hermione. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, we we know that she rolls with Harry Potter, who's like stone cold killer, but mm-hmm. Hermione is not is nothing to like turn your nose up at, at turn your nose up at either. She's mm-hmm. Very clever. She's like one of the one of the best wizards in the school, and she is not afraid to like punch someone in the face. You know. That's right.
0: Sure, but she's also uh, she's also from a no name family.
2: That's true. So maybe Rita Skeeter doesn't know what she's getting into.
0: Mm-hmm. But we do. But apparently, Crumb loves her, and we don't know how Rita Skeeter knows that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Rita seems to have information that no one else has. Mm. Uh, I just assumed that Crumb had talked
1: to her. Oh, you oh, think he right. did an interview? And he's the only person that's not in this scene, right? That is true. And who knows what he said to her? Because she always ex- expands things, you know. Mm-hmm. He might have just said like, "I liked Hermione, but I'm not sure about her, her relationship with the Harry Potter." That, that was figure. a really good
0: accent. That
2: sounded oh, just you, like Crum. Whoa! Uh-huh. <laughs> How did you do that? I was we, acting.
0: We don't know where Drumstring is, but he played for the Bulgarian team.
1: Right. Yeah. So oh. go listen to a Bulgarian. That's exactly what they sound like. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was just Bulgarian accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and while they're discussing this, Ron is showing very little cool. Mm-hmm. I was just like, dude, make one want more, not less. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: Ron's having a rough time of it. Ron's experiencing some hormones. It's true. I think. Yeah, it's absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Um.
0: Yeah, this chapter kind of all over the place. He, yeah. Yeah. Harry goes to potions, and Snape is just needling him and threatens him with veritaserum.
2: Veritaserum. Yeah.
0: Veritaserum, which always makes me wonder why don't they use that all the time in the courts?
2: I think it must be really hard to make. I know that Snape is an like a, a an exceptional potion brewer. Mm-hmm. It must be hard to make this stuff or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I. I
1: mean, I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but it. it it seems like the the judicial system is probably like the administration system, which is to say it's not a place where openness and honesty
2: are highly valued.
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
2: It might not be about justice. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Or I wonder if something... I wonder if there's an impact... Because somebody is imperious, they might think that they're telling the truth about something when they're not actually, so...
2: That's a good mm-hmm. point.
0: Yeah. So it might not be as effective in a won-
2: way. I wonder, yeah, if someone is... If you know that someone is no longer under the Imperius Curse. So like, oh, I was under the Imperius Curse. If you give them Veritaserum, they'd, you'd be able to have them say, no, I wasn't, or yes, I was, right? Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Maybe it only works on kids. Oh, maybe it only mm. works on children. Yeah. That's like messed may- up. Maybe it doesn't actually work, and maybe it's just a trick. It's a placebo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of educators here. I, uh, Alice, I was wondering, what do you think of Snape's disciplinary approach into his class?
0: The like going over to kids and basically being like, Fuck you, fuck you, you're a terrible person. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna po- I'm gonna poison you.
2: Yeah, that and uh like you know, he finds a note that they're passing and reads it out in front of the Oh no, it's a, a magazine that's like mocking
0: It's the like, Art Reasquitas you know, article. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's
2: like reading it in front of everyone and like making fun of her mind Snape's about it. Snape's
0: just a dick. Yeah. There's no way around that.
2: Mm, he's not some, not the way I'd approach it. Some teachers are like that. Mm. Yeah. It's but true. he
0: has a he has another kind of run in with Karkaroff, too. Another fight. He's trying to... Snape's trying to avoid Karkaroff, but Karkaroff just shows up.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Karkaroff is not letting Snape slither away. <laughs> <laughs> this nice. time, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He was like, I'm hanging around here until we have a talk.
0: Oh, and there's where our reference comes from. Mm-hmm. Harry, what he spills.
2: That's right. Yeah. Armadillo bile.
0: He does. He spills his armadillo bile so he can hang back and hide and listen to what Snape and Kirkcroft are talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's a powerful mm-hmm.
2: potion ingredient. So, mm-hmm. something to know. To every learn. part of the armadillo is very powerful. Well, my question is given that we understand that obviously every part of the armadillo is powerful, how does one manage to harvest? Armadillo parts from the mighty armadillo. You can't, it has to be freely given. <laughs> they have to give it. their bile. <laughs> yeah. like, you, you go, go, go offer supplication. And yeah, yeah. I think you have to say something really, really gross to them.
1: <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like come,
2: come with a cup. It's like, yeah. run away. You're
1: welcome. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and you
2: have to run before they breathe fire on you and you know incinerate you on the spot, <laughs> as armadillos are wont to do. <laughs> <laughs> So everybody, drink
1: armadillo reference in here. Yay! Uh,
0: But moving on, Sirius is back. He's hiding
1: up. I was gonna say, yeah. um, So Karkaroff is showing Snape something on his forearm. Yeah. and Snape doesn't want to look at it Right. so I'm betting this is like some kind of indication that Voldemort's back or something I just thought it was a good, like a e- either that, that good. or it's like a cool tattoo that's like a sexy woman that dances when that's Michael's exactly what I was thinking that's <laughs> <what> I was <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> Snape look at it and and Snape's
2: just, like no, dude that is not I don't not want cool. to look at it
1: <laughs> no look
2: she's dancing <laughs> look look you can see her boobs and Snape's like dude no
1: <laughs> cool. dude, this is not okay <laughs> Like man. when I bend my arm it looks like the dick goes into the vagina <laughs> <laughs> and
2: Snape's like I, I get it no it's (laughs) I've seen it. Well, they (laughs) have
0: portraits that can move. Surely they have tattoos that can move. Oh my
2: god. Can you have living tattoos? If
1: if you could get a living tattoo that moved, what would you get? A dragon. That's so boring.
2: I'd I'd be a really cool dragon.
0: (laughs) I get C3PO. Because he can speak a bunch of different languages, so he could be my translator and my protocol expert. that's very practical. That's actually really good. Plus, you know, Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you?
2: Um, I don't know. I'd probably get some cool, like, phase of the moon or current weather thing. Oh, you know that you can do that with, like, your phone, right? But I'm a wizard. I don't have phones. Oh, ah, true. Okay. So, you, <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, a weather app or something, but for your arm.
0: Just get a bunch of widgets on your arm? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, I got it. What okay. I would do
1: is, it would be across my whole chest, it would be a bunch of Bollywood dancers. Mm-hmm. They were constantly doing, like, cool Bollywood dances. Dance. <laughs> uh-huh. And if I did a dance, they would all start doing it. Shit, so you have backup dancers on your body. Yes. Oh, that's man. And so awesome. I start doing the dance, and then when people start watching me, I rip my shirt open, and it's all my backup dancers. Okay, that's pretty good. I that's like That's a very
0: Shah Rukh Khan kind of move, too. Rip open your shirt.
2: He's probably done that. <laughs>
0: I'm sure he has many times. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it. Shah Rukh Khan, if you're listening, check out our Patreon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Patreon.com slash Armadillo Podcasting Club. Mm-hmm. Or Haritha Groshan, you know, another good dancer.
1: Right. Or Amir Khan. Basically, any... Wealthy Bollywood star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check us
2: out at patreon.com slash armadillo podcasting club. hmm Anyway. So yeah, they go to visit Sirius. Yeah,
0: Sirius is back. He's kind of on the outskirts of Hogsmeade, being a dog.
2: <laughs> like you do.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: He's like, you know, i uh, just hanging out in the town, stealing food, but I can't steal too much food because I don't want to get noticed. So he's starving. I was like, Sirius is living on rats. I know. It's mm-hmm. so sad. I felt really bad for him. Well, you know, so I feel like he could be doing better. He could, he's
1: got friends. He could ask for food. I think he likes living on rats. <laughs> you think so? He's been a dog for a long
2: time. Yeah, he, and he's he's lived in Azkaban for a long time, so he's probably developed a taste for rats. I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe maybe that's just. His and these thing. these are juicy Hogsmeade rats. These aren't those skinny Azkaban rats. That's a good point. He's like they've got so much meat on them. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to point out, you know, Sirius is doing some like some sleuthing here, and Sirius is totally on your evil Crouch train, mm-hmm. Jeff. Yeah, yeah,
1: Sirius thinks Crouch is acting funny and there's something up with him.
0: Yeah, and he speaks the truth, too, because Hermione is still really upset that Crouch sacked Winky, and Sirius says, if you want to know what a man's like, take a good look at how he treats his inferiors, not his equals, Mm -hmm. which, that's
2: absolutely true, yeah. I know, I I really like that, actually. That's that's something that I, that's a wisdom that I have always believed. Mm -hmm. So, I I like this scene because Sirius...
1: Seems like he's on the ball, right? He 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 knows what's going on. There's a whole like evil dark wizard doomsday apocalypse thing coming, but Harry Potter's busy with his Harry Potter bullshit, <laughs> and Sirius just like, oh yeah yeah yeah, Wizard Tournament. Yeah, that's that's a real tough problem you got there. You're
2: like, but uh, anyway, give me more information about the Dark Lord, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, come on. And speaking of, there's this really interesting description of what things were like at the height of Voldemort's power. It was <laughs> kind of it was kind of dark and and it was it was. It was Kind of a powerful description to me, I guess, describing how nobody really knew who was okay. The ministry was like in a, in a, in a state where it was very ineffective. It was like disorganized and kind of in a in, the, in an upheaval. I thought that was like it was very interesting. You know, that's if you lived in a place in a world like that, you could you could begin to imagine why people might be so worried about someone like Voldemort and the, and and why people might not say his name because I, I I'm getting the impression that if you lived at that time saying Voldemort's name could be uh, a death sentence, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why people didn't say his name, because, you know, he, the, the there was nobody who would stop him from killing you if he decided to kill you. Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of the narcos, like the cartel guys in Mexico.
1: Yeah. They're sort of they just like the local warlords, and, and everybody's kind of terrified of them. Except, and, I guess, over the entirety of the world at the time, right? Well, there, these people are all English, and to them, England is the whole world, right? That's a good point.
0: But this whole conversation that they have with Sirius is really interesting. I love how he gives us this history that we've just we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like getting outside of Hogwarts a lot.
2: I agree. There's a lot of wizard world stuff that we aren't exposed to, but every time that they kind of hint at it, I always find it very interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. And Sirius doesn't mince words or anything. He just talks to them like they're equals, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah,
2: I like that about Sirius.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's he's like the cool uncle, right? Mm-hmm. He treats you like an adult and he buys you a knife.
2: (laughs) That's right. He buys you a switchblade. If if they wanted some wizard porn, Sirius would get it for them. Oh, yeah, he would. He's probably offered it to them. They're like, they're a little young for it. They're like, no, we're not interested Yeah, but if you ever want Mm. it, I mean, whatever. Yeah, that's fine.
0: I'll buy you beer.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: definitely buy you beer. You want to smoke some wizard weed? (laughs) Yeah, there's got to be wizard weed. I'd rather do it here than out there with the wizard weed heads. Look, they don't have to get it from Sirius because you know who has the best wizard weed? His snake is breaking into his office. <laughs> that's true. That's why everybody breaks into snake's office. He's <laughs> got the good shit.
1: Oh.
0: Now, now that would be their herbology. They'd oh, have the best that's weed. true. Snape would have the best, like, LSD.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Prof- Professor Sprout has the best weed. For the
0: Hufflepuffs.
2: I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. Yep, best house. Yeah, that's right.
0: We learn more about Mr. Crouch. We learn that he's the one who got Sirius sent to Azkaban without a trial, which is so fucked up. Yeah,
2: yeah. It sounds like he was like a, a real totalitarian kind of dude at, at, during the this dark time, you know. Yeah.
0: It was a really complex story too, talk and Sirius talking about how in that sort of time you had bad guys on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, even the ones who were supposedly fighting for right. And I was trying to think what the historical parallels might be.
2: Like McCarthyism, maybe like a little bit. Well, I mean that's that's not on both sides, but I mean it sounds like it sounds like a bit like McCarthyism in some degree. There's yeah. something I was thinking
1: about that, that it reminded me of. It's like what's happening in Venezuela right now, where mm-hmm. they the fascists kind of take control because there's so much chaos and so much problems that people just want somebody who promises them answers. Mm-hmm. And so the you know in the normal times you wouldn't you wouldn't vote for the fascists, you wouldn't support you know Harry Crouch or whatever, mm-hmm. but
2: and in, in times of chaos, people get really scared and they're looking for solutions. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah, fear-mongering often leads to, like, really dangerous...
1: Yeah, in times of peace and decisions. plenty, like, fear-mongering doesn't necessarily work. But at times that are less plentiful, uh, you get trumps, mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
0: But so we, so we learned Crouch, he was actually probably going to be the next Minister of Magic. Then his own son became a Voldemort supporter and Crouch just stone cold sent him to Azkaban... And he died.
2: We don't know that he was a Voldemort supporter, right?
0: The son was found. Yeah, Sirius makes the point. Like, we don't even know if the son did actually support Voldemort. He was just hanging, got caught hanging out with people who probably did support Voldemort.
1: Mm-hmm. So the situation they're describing kind of reminds me of the the, the French Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it called? Oh, yeah, the Great Terror or something like that, where there was just this... The old structures fell apart, and there was just this wave of revolution and counter-revolution and counter-counter-revolution. And they started out pretty bloodless, but every time they did it, it got a little more bloody and a little more bloody. And pretty soon, it was just a new faction takes control and kills all their enemies, and then new, another new faction takes control and kills all of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just chaotic. And the and the the common people didn't know what to believe or what to do. They just tried to keep their heads down. Yeah, right. But you know, even though even the faction decide that you would agree with kind of ideologically, they'd gotten super brutal, and so they were kind of indistinguishable from each other at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it's true.
0: And that's how Crouch didn't get to become the next Minister of Magic. People were so appalled that he sent his son to torture prison, basically.
2: Yeah, because yeah, Azkaban is, is much worse than actual prison, right? Because mm-hmm. most people die there, it sounds like. It's fairly common for people to die of essentially misery there.
0: Mm-hmm. Especially without any strong evidence that the son had actually committed any wrongdoing. It seems like they didn't have that.
2: Yeah. I think that it was, if there was anything that the son did wrong, it was that he made his dad look bad. Yes. And Crouch couldn't abide by that.
0: Even though we do have to remember, too, that we are hearing this from Sirius's perspective. And Sirius is not going to be a dispassionate, um,
2: That's a good point. That is a very good point. He's certainly biased about it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Uh you know, as they're parting, I think it's funny that Sirius is like, oh uh, by the way, just, just call me Snuffles. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> 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 you want you want to be
1: called Snuffles.
2: All right, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Don't call me Uncle Sirius. call me Snuffles. You just call me my first name, Snuffles. It's cool. <laughs> Snuffle serious.
0: <laughs> Chapter twenty eight The Madness of Mr. Crouch. They so um Winky's a mess.
2: Yeah, she's getting drunk on butterbeer, which I guess I assume butterbeer wasn't alcoholic because, you know, kids are drinking that shit, but apparently it has a little bit of alcohol in it.
0: I assume it's like kombucha.
2: You think so? I, I think so. Does it kombucha alcoholic?
0: It's very mildly alcohol.
2: I did not know Very, that.
0: very mildly. And I think you can even get ones that don't have any alcohol whatsoever, but mm. the way it's typically made, I think it has a little bit.
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, butterbeer was like catnip where it just doesn't work on
2: humans, but it gets house cells super fucked up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, either way, it definitely seems to have an effect on Winky. Mm-hmm. She's like three shoots to the wind.
0: Yeah. She's still really sad about having been fired by Mr. Crouch. And speaking of people who are having a hard time, Hermione is receiving hate mail and biological <laughs> weapons.
1: You know, I, I thought she handled the Rita Skeeter thing really well.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unlike she everybody else who kind of lost their minds. She was just like, ah, it's stupid. Yeah. For sure. And I, I think if it weren't for this, this hate mail situation, she'd probably be like over it by now. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, this is like, this would be like felony level shit in the muggle world, yeah. right?
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, they burn her hands off. They're sending her, like, crazy person cutting letters out of newspapers shit, sending shit to her saying, go back to where you came from.
2: There's another one that was like, oh, when I, I'm sending you, like, a like a, a curse when I get an envelope big enough. It's mm-hmm. like, that's, that's like a threat. That's a, like a, a threat of violence. Yeah. yeah.
0: And when they talk about it with Hagrid, he just says, oh, it's just a, it's just some nutters. But, like, she gets a lot of letters.
2: Mm-hmm. And apparently Hagrid was getting him, too. He was getting hate mail as well. Or, mm-hmm. You know, stuff like, why don't you yeah. go jump in the lake or well, something? When like that? ten feet tall and invincible, it's really easy to just shrug that stuff off. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point.
0: And an adult.
2: Mm-hmm. But but Hermione's like, I'm going to get Rita Skeeter. And I was like, dude, she crossed the wrong person. Yep, Rita yeah.
0: Skeeter's made an enemy.
2: Uh-huh. I, I wonder, Okay, I know we've talked about this before, but yet again, Hermione can't get her friends to lift a fucking finger to help her. Mm-hmm. You know, she's yeah. like, all this shit... And, like, she's getting, like, violent, dangerous hate mail. And she's like, I'm going to get Rita Skeeter. And they're like, well, you're on your own for that one. It's like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. She's like, You guys don't even like Rita Skeeter. <laughs> she's, I know. They, they don't like her either. And she's, like, clearly doing something wrong, right? But they're like, I'm sorry. We're busy, you know.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ron, if you want Hermione to choose you over the champion Quidditch player that treats her real nice, you might, like, just try not treating her like shit for a day.
2: <laughs> See if she comes on, right? Yeah, right. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They they were they're the worst friends ever. Yeah. Yeah. Hermione's always down to help them bury a body or murder a wizard or whatever, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Nah. I don't think yeah. we've got, we've got would, we'd rather today. sit
1: here and and not do anything than, <laughs> than do that."
0: I mean, weren't you kind of asking for it?
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, right? <laughs>
0: mhm. We get a care of magical creatures lesson with Nifflers,
2: which are adorable. Oh, I know. I love them. The Nifflers are really cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think I remember these from the one of the new movies, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I in the new movie, I had forgotten that they were in the, the original books. I thought they were something they just came up with. But yep. Yeah, little yeah. treasure hunters. Yeah, they swim in and out of the dirt looking mm-hmm. for treasure. It's really I think cool. That's really cool. I'd, I'd want one of these. It's like a, like one of those metal detectors, like a beachcomber or well, whatever. they say they wreck a house, and I bet they do. <laughs> that's a good point. Anything shiny. Yeah, anything shiny. My house is full of shiny shit. I mean, like, maybe if you've got fillings in your teeth, they, just, they go after them. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah baby nifflers aren't the best thing to have around (laughs)
0: Um,
2: yeah even Mrs. Weasley is being a jerk about Hermione by the way I know that's so wrong yeah I I, I found that one a little difficult to believe based on what we know about Mrs. Weasley you know she seems like the kind of person who'd be like you know what Fuck Rita Skeeter. In fact, didn't she say something like that earlier when Rita Skeeter was writing shit about her husband? Didn't she say ignore that woman or whatever? Oh, mm-hmm. she
0: might have. Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, now she's drinking the Kool-Aid. Apparently. Or watching Fox News, I guess. Yeah.
2: Basically. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sucks. It
2: felt real bad for him. And you know, like, they, they so they get these like okay, giant.
1: So maybe, okay. They, okay, here's a possible read on that situation. Mrs. Weasley is very smart. Yeah. She's shepherded all of her children into successful lives. Uh And she's wondering what she's going to do with Ron Weasley, right? Right. This guy's not going to be a dragon hunter. This guy's not going to be a famous treasure hunter. Very unlikely. So what you do, you hook him up with an ace like Hermione. Uh Like he's going to be the house husband to this incredibly successful person. that's the only hook And she's been building this for years, Uh right? She set this whole thing up, right? Okay, so, so he's sorted, right? She's going to take care of him and I've done my job as a good mother. And then she reads in the paper that Hermione's been spending time with... Some athlete. And you and she's like, Oh my god, Ron is my problem again. <laughs> Fucking Hermione. You you had one job, Hermione. I
0: love that. You,
1: you need to take her my loser son. <laughs> right. <laughs> she's like the I don't know, who's the the, the Queen of Thorns, the, the Tyrell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. trying to
2: marry off her like, her garbage her garbage right. offspring. And
1: then this this Bulgarian Quidditch wizard came in and threw a spanner in the works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: That's a good read on it. I like that a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like that better.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah, We learn what the last challenge is going to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Ludo Bagman shows up. The last task is going to be a maze.
2: A labyrinth of horrors. How exciting. Mm-hmm. That seems pretty...
1: Honestly, pretty... Unexceptional, uninteresting after what they've already done in the Triwizard Tournament. I mean, didn't didn't Harry Potter navigate a maze of horrors in like the first book? Yeah,
2: kind of. I mean, like he does a you know and that's, that's that's right up his alley. <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys it. He does it for funsies. <laughs> Once
0: again, it's a super lame task though, because nobody else is gonna be able to see what they're doing in the maze.
1: Yeah. Oh maybe yeah. God. I mean, maybe those kind of wizard. Maybe those omniculars, omnioculars, or whatever can. do I
2: don't know. Yeah, I mean Ludo, Ludo. I remember in the in the lake situation, Ludo Bagman was supposed to be like, what's it, uh, emceeing? Yeah, but what does he know? Exactly, he's, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be commentating. But like, what's he saying? Mm-hmm. Yep, still just a lake. <laughs> yeah, it's an hour long too. They're just like staring at the lake for an hour.
0: Oh, there's a cloud. It looks like a spaceship.
2: <laughs> what do you think it looks like? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a good point. The labyrinth will not yeah, be very interesting for it's, spectators. It's like a nightmare because I
1: watched the NFL, and when the when those idiots that talk over the game are are filling time, it's the worst because they just say the stupidest stuff, it's, so this is
2: like the whole thing is like that it's all filler
0: except it's like for it's except it's like a baseball game where nothing happens. Mm-hmm. that yeah. commentating is almost impressive like, mm-hmm. how much dead space they have to fill
2: I guess it depends on how uh how good Ludo Bagman is at filling time mm. um, but yeah, I mean like in a way, I feel like each challenge has been kind of like less interesting than the first than the last like the the first challenge is like you're fighting a dragon the second one's like hey you go swimming in a the lake there might be some things in there but you're really just swimming in a lake and third one's like i don't know maze Hedge maze, Hedge the maze. there's some stuff in it
1: whatever haggard finds
2: <laughs> you know you know like in in the fall here like we, we send kids into like a corn maze or whatever same thing basically right like that's what muggle kids do for for the for the holidays you know right yeah and they almost always come out of the corn maze, like almost every time, except well, for the ones that get eaten by the, you know, the corn. Goats. Yeah, but
1: that, that that has to happen to make the corn fertile
2: next year. <laughs> exactly, corn does. <laughs> well, it's, it's part of the deal.
0: It's Angleland, so I'm just assuming literally every house has a hedge maze.
2: Pretty much, right? I, I think that's that's like a, a British culture thing, right? Is like yeah. having a hedge maze in the back. Yeah, yep. not a home without a hedge maze, <laughs> as the saying goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Harry Potter goes with Crumb to talk about Hermione. They have
1: a man talk. They have a man <laughs> talk.
0: The thing is, we find out Crumb is 18. Mm-hmm. Hermione's 14.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That's that, that struck me, too. I was like, 80. he's a little old for her, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's too young.
0: Yeah, like, I guess she's 18. very mature, but... Mm.
2: What's, what is it? I, I, <laughs> I swear, officer, she said she was 18. <laughs> What is the rule? Half your age plus...
0: Plus seven. Plus seven. So 16. that'd be 16. 16
2: would be the... Which I think I think that tracks, right? 18 and 16 mm-hmm. is okay.
0: That's reasonable. 18 right, and 14,
2: yeah. not okay. So if you're seven years old, uh-huh. then you don't want to get anybody less than 10. That's right. Exactly. That's that'd be weird. So
0: what's the age of... <laughs> is there an age of consent in the wizarding World?
2: I I mean probably not. I guess not. Right. Do they need one? They're very. Mm, yes. um, I, I mean,
0: they have fucking love po- love potions. Yeah. Right. Uh, they,
1: no one said the word consent in these books. No. So yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a little. It's a little weird. Know, so maybe. which which of these professors do you think gives the sex ed class? Oh my god, I hope it's snake. It's kind of snake, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: and then you press your disgusting genitalia together. <laughs> you filthy creatures. That's a
0: good point, though. Do they ever get... They don't have health class. No. They just are assumed to learn about it from each other. I
2: mean, isn't that... I wonder if that's the case in British schools. Do they, do no, they have sex ed? They've, they've got to have sex ed, right? I mean, the, the, the British people don't like to talk about sex. It's, is not, true? it's not proper. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll ask my mom. She was in a British boarding school. Oh,
2: there you go. Let's let's get some. We'll do some research. Uh huh. We'll get back to you guys on the, <laughs> on the next episode. Yeah, stay tuned.
0: <laughs> or if you went to boarding school yourself, let us know.
2: Uh yeah, I mean that is weird.
1: Like, is there any way that that's not weird? 18 and 14. Uh, assuming they're not,
2: you know, hitting it. Sure, sure. Like uh, we'll we'll assume that they have a very like you know tame relationship, but still, I think it's a little, little weird
0: and he probably when he's not at school he probably has a place of his own like he's 18 he's a famous athlete
2: Oh that's true on yeah. an adult team He asked them to come he asked her to come visit him in Bulgaria right Oh man do not Hermione, do not leave your parents oversight really? to not. go visit this guy.
0: <laughs> You're not going to send your 14 year old girl to visit her 18 year old boyfriend in another country?
2: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a nightmare. Like, like, I'm pretty sure that's the, how the movie Taken starts, right?
0: <laughs> oh my God. If there was a wizard taken, that'd be amazing. Liam, Liam Neeson, Neeson would is still a wizard. Play it, right? Yeah, uh-huh. it'd still be Liam Neeson. It'd be so good.
2: Because he could play a wizard. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, if he could play it half as convincingly as he plays being Brian, a regular American guy.
1: (laughs) It's okay. It's exactly the same as Taken, except he says, with magic all the time. I don't know who you are, but I will find you and I will kill you.
0: With magic. With With magic.
1: magic. (laughs) You're about to be taken.
2: With With magic. magic. (laughs) The script writes itself. I mean, like, you just take the script that's already been written. (laughs) With magic magic everywhere. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Uh,
0: but anyway, while Harry's talking with Crumb, Mr. Crouch comes out of the woods. He's all cray cray.
2: Yeah, it's like someone broke Mr. Crouch.
0: hmm He's asking for Dumbledore, he says he's done stupid things, and he's kind of mumbling about how everything's his fault and he mentions about, Bertha Jorkins.
2: Yeah, and Voldemort, I think. He said Voldemort,
0: Harry Potter, my son. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's a it's a real like concerning kind of conversation. And Harry's like, I'm going to go get Dumbledore, which I have to say is probably the exact right thing to do in this situation. Way to go, Harry. Like, he doesn't often do the right thing when it comes to, like, speaking to adults. This is the time and place to get Dumbledore involved.
0: Even though I do want to point out, Crouch is the one who told him Harry did not think of that himself.
2: (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. Crouch is like, please go get Dumbledore. And Harry's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, no, no, go get Dumbledore. Why didn't Harry use his uh, Accio spell to get his broom and fly faster? You know, mm. Harry's not thinking of those things. Harry's not the—he's not the cleverest wizard <laughs> in the world, right? Like he—he he forgets that magic he, is a he, thing. He's sometimes. the fist. He's not the brain. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, and so he leaves Crum to watch Mister Crouch, which—I mm-hmm. mean—somebody's
0: got to do it. I mean, it's not the worst plan. No, I just—I
2: just feel like this is one of those things where you're like,
0: eh, "Is this guy okay?
2: I don't know if this guy's okay." He's probably fine, but maybe not.
0: Mm. But Harry runs into Snape, and this is the moment I hate Snape the most. Harry is frantic with worry. He's like saying things that obviously need attention, like people are in danger, and Snape is such a dick about it. He's just enjoying torturing him. Yep.
2: Snape is the least helpful person you could have run into in this situation. I I did find the scene frustrating, but look at it from Snape's
1: perspective. right? right? Uh Harry Potter, like what is it? last night harry potter lied to him about a bunch of crap Mm -hmm. and like got him in like a uh, messed up with mad eye moody yeah as a
0: teacher though even if your student is is, like a huge liar or whatever if they're i would hope you would listen to what they were saying i I don't quite
1: blame him for
2: not believing harry potter he doesn't have
0: to believe him but he shouldn't be actively preventing him from getting to the person he's trying to get to
2: yeah, I, I I think that even if yes. Snape suspects he's lying, it'd still be a good idea to get Dumbledore involved. But you know, Snape is Snape is petty. That's what mm-hmm. it comes down to.
0: Or just be like you're lying and walk off rather than trying to prevent Harry. True. Mm-hmm. But Dumbledore shows up. They go and they find. They go back and Crum is stunned and Crouch is gone.
2: Yep, yep. It's uh, not great. Mm-hmm. So Crouch is gone, and I guess they send Moody to go find him, and. Dumbledore does, like, a little spell where he summons Hagrid, but (laughs) that was interesting. He just, like, casts his wand, and a little silver thing comes out, and Hagrid appears moments later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's interesting, summoning Hagrid like that. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. And my very last note I I have here...
2: So, it's possible that
1: every time Dumbledore needs a Hagrid... He makes a Hagrid. <laughs> right? so,
2: so maybe that wasn't the Hagrid, it's a Hagrid? Right. <laughs> <laughs> he cast a Hagrid spell? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And every time Hagrid is made, he's like a little bit less... Right. We talk about how Hagrid survives all these, like, he, despite being
1: totally incompetent with these magical creatures, he keeps surviving maybe he's not <laughs> <laughs> maybe there's been lots of Hagrid's <laughs> right maybe like if Harry Potter had taken a right down at the bottom of the lake he would have found like the pile of Hagrid bones
2: because <laughs> <laughs> he just sinks them in the lake yeah and the grindy grab him. yeah mm-hmm. grindy they'll clean the flesh off a giant in under a minute
0: <laughs> and my last <laughs> note I have here is Hagrid xenophobic <laughs>
2: Yeah, he has the whole thing where he's like, never trust those foreigners. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, hold up here. <laughs> yeah, whoa, yeah. whoa. it's like, yeah, pro-Brexit, Hagrid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Dude, just uh, tone it back a little bit. I do want to point out that, uh, you know, we've been talking about how Dumbledore and Hagrid's relationship is a little weird. And then Car- Car- Karkaroff or whatever, like, hints that he's, that Dumbledore's not to no good. And Hagrid, like, goes violent. Like, picks him up by the throat and holds him up against a tree and is like... Whoa! Okay. (laughs) You know, Hagrid's this big, gentle, friendly guy, but you you cross Dumbledore and he goes into murder mode. Mm -hmm. Huh. You gotta wonder. Mm -hmm. This is what Dumbledore keeps him around for, right? (laughs) Yeah. He's the muscle. He's the muscle. Mm
0: -hmm. Alright, that's it for this week's episode. Next time we're going to be doing chapters 29 through 34 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. I am Alice Sullivan, that's at Alice M Sullivan on Twitter or Blue Bonnet Cafe on Instagram.
1: I'm Jeff Lake, that's at Jeff underscore lake on Twitter. And no, I'm Mike Sparkman, I don't have any of those things.
0: If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can also drop us a line at hello at mwapodcast.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you.
0: Please give us good reviews on wherever you got this. Please share this with anyone who you think will like it. If you're interested in the Wheel of Time series, check out our other podcast, The Dragon Reread. Please check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash Armadillo Podcasting Club. Please like us in real life.
2: We're just so likable.
0: Until next time,
2: spinning day, day podcast. podcast.